It's your home. This is where you talk the home teams. Sports 1280, New Orleans. Davis, high middle screen. He'll set up shop in the paint. Here comes Rondo down the lane. Dishes for Davis, who stepped baseline left and takes the shot and scores off the left baseline. Well, he finally gets one to go. Gets a jumper as Rondo pretty much runs into his chest and hands it to him. And it's such a clean look that AD can barely not make that one. Welcome back in Chris Gordy's show here on a Tuesday. Chris Gordy, Michael Connor here with you. Join us now for the first time on the show. Pleasure to be joined by this guy. He is Dino Hanson, Pelicans insider and uh, been following New Orleans hoops for a long time. Dino, welcome to the show, man. Happy to have you. Hey, Chris. Good morning. Thank you so much. Glad to be on the show for the first time, man. Fantastic. <laughs> Happy Thanksgiving to you and everybody. Hey, same to you, man. So what is the deal with the Pelicans in the first quarter as of late? I mean, that game in Denver the other night and then last night, uh, giving up, what, 33 points to the to the Thunder, just seemed to uh, not have a good start out of the gate in these recent games. And, you know, unfortunately, that has been the consistent theme with the Pels. They come out very lethargic, and they dig themselves a hole. I guess you can give them a lot of credit for showing resilience and resolve to fight back last night. But, you know, a lot of credit has to be given to Rayshon Rondo, who we all know uh, has been a leader on that court. He has been that coach that every team needs. He's a true point guard where he's making your team better. And his distribution his court awareness, even down the stretch last night, was huge against the OKC team that's really reeling, trying to figure out with their big three exactly who can do what. I think Russell is being a little unselfish too much sometimes. But, yeah, the Pels really have dug themselves a hole. And this is a team, when they move the basketball, Chris, you know, they are in the top three of the NBA right now, averaging 26 assists per game, but man, they ranked 27th, giving up the ball 16 to 17 times a game. So they dug themselves a hole. They even had a couple of issues where Boogie elbowed Russell towards the third quarter, but you know, they showed some resolve there, but the fact that they're nine and eight, given the fact that real quickly over the past three seasons, they have literally been below the 500 level after 16 games. So now that they're a game above, it bodes very well for them, and there's a renewed energy in the city, if you will. Of course, as you know this, being right here in New Orleans. Yeah, I keep saying that this stretch in November is absolutely brutal, just the way the schedule sets up for them. I mean, they've got some, once they get into, past Golden State that first week of December, there's some winnable games there, Sacramento, Philly, Milwaukee. Uh, you know, Denver's actually looks like a much better team this year than, than in recent years. But uh, some more winnable games there once you get into December, I think, uh, once you get through this tough stretch in November. But for the, uh, for the Pels to get a win last night over an Oklahoma City team, look, it feels like, they're going to gel as the season goes along a little bit more between those big three and Carmelo and Paul George and, and Russ. But uh, like you said, resolve to you lose Boogie and for, for Anthony to, to step back in after having the, the concussion scare in the last game, uh, I thought he was solid. But like you mentioned with Rondo, you, you look at the stat sheet and you go, okay, it was what, four points and eight assists. It's not so much what he's doing in the stat sheet, but I even said it's almost he finds the guy who, who makes that next pass to the next guy for the for the better shot. And it just it's almost like that floor general that Rondo is out there. And it, 
it's much needed. Not not no shot on Drew Holiday and the point guard he's been in recent years, but it's nice to see that true point guard and really, like I say, field general there on the court in Rondo. Absolutely, Chris. And that's the thing that you may not see and you won't see big numbers Rajon puts up as far as the scoring aspect, but the way he calms the teams down, more importantly, the way he puts guys in position to be successful. And that's a rare treat, if you will, nowadays, because we live in a world where every point guard is a scoring point guard. You look at Kyrie, who put up 47 last night. you got Steph. You've got Russell. You've got a host of point guards who are scoring point guards. So to have a throwback point guard, if you will, in a Rajon Rondo, he's the guy that makes this team run. And you mentioned Drew Holiday. Drew is just a better scoring guard than he is a point guard. And I know a lot of people are like, well, what's the big difference? Well, you have to change your mindset, as you know, Chris, in the sense of you become more of a distributor, a facilitator, and a director, if you will, being that conduit between your head coach and the rest of your teammates. Whereas he can focus on just scoring, which is what he is better at. You know, he's also a guy, surprisingly enough, he goes to the left extremely well. Rajon Rondo has become the backbone of this basketball team. Even when he was out that stretch at the beginning of the season with the surgery that he had, he was still doing a lot of coaching from the bench. And you know, as we all know, you can have phenomenal players on your team, but if you don't have someone leading and directing them, that's what Rajon Rondo gives this basketball team. He gives you an air of toughness also that this team is needed. Talk with our guy Dino Hanson. Follow him on Twitter at DinoHoops11, uh, covering the Pelicans and following the NBA. So, Dino, as we look at the schedule, um, we're, they're back above 500, 9 and 8 right now, but Wednesday night, a tough test with the Spurs coming in. And it seems like the Spurs are just always the Spurs. Every year where you think, okay, this is the year they fall off, okay, they're up there in age. They just continue to run off wins, and here they are, second in the Southwest at 11-6 and six right now. Um, what are the Pels going to have to do against the Spurs team to get a W? You know, as long as the San Antonio Spurs have this guy by the name of Greg Popovich, who just, <laughs> just gets the credit that he deserves. I mean, you're talking a 50-55 to 55 win team every season. You know, you go to San Antonio not to make the playoffs. The playoffs are expected. You're there to compete for a championship. He's also a guy who has been able to change the landscape, if you will, of his team. Let's go back a little bit when it was the Twin Towers, Tim Duncan and David Robinson. Then it went to Tim Duncan. Then it went to Tim Duncan and Tony Parker. Then it went to Tony Parker and Kawhi Leonard. Now it's become Kawhi Leonard. Popovich holds his guys accountable. And it doesn't matter if you're in the starting lineup or if you're coming off the bench. This is also a guy who said, hey, in the past, I don't mind resting my stars and giving them a day or two off because my guys who come off the bench, a Patty Mills, you know, a Simmons, these guys are still expected to play at a high level. So in order for the Pels to really compete against this team, they're going to have to do something that they really don't do well early on and throughout the course of the game. Be consistent on defense. They need to defend on a string and stop penetration. Yeah, it's great that you have two of the best bigs in the game in Boogie and AD roaming that paint and protecting you. But as a perimeter player, it's your job to contain your guy. They also need to close out on shooters. You know, anybody in the league, if you let them catch the ball with wide open looks, they're going to knock down shots. 
Well, the Pels have had problems defending. That's the one caveat that has hurt this team, especially in the beginning of the game, Chris. You know, you have to make it a point to lock in, and that's just a matter of playing with pride and playing with character and saying, I'm not going to let my guys score. They also have to defend transitionally. Whether you're taking a bad shot, which we tend to do, or we don't move the basketball, we have to make it a point to get back on defense. We need to communicate better as well. So when you're playing a Greg Popovich team, you know they're going to come in extremely focused. They know what they do best, and they don't deviate away from that. They move the basketball. They get guys good looks. It doesn't matter who scores. So the Pels are going to have to utilize something that we don't do on a regular basis until the game is on the line. We need to do more of it. That is, use our big twin towers. You know, the Pels are shooting 34% from the three-point line as a team, which puts them at 25th out of 30 teams. So, Chris, if you were to weigh in on it, you'd be like, well, you know what, guys? I don't think we're doing a good job of uh, shooting three balls, so let's go to where our strength is. And that's those two bigs in that paint. So they're going to have to defend which is going to always be key. They're going to have to move the ball offensively and get AD and Boogie good, clean looks. But more importantly, the perimeter players are going to have to play off of those two big guys. Yeah, I think it's it's an interesting matchup, and it's it, this Spurs team has been interesting to watch this year in that they you know they haven't had Kawhi Leonard, and they still they've still been able to get it done. Lamarcus Aldridge is having a nice year, averaging over twenty two points, nearly nine rebounds a game, but. Uh, when you look down low for the Spurs and it's Aldridge and it's Gasol, who's about a million years old, uh, <laughs> you would think that's where the, the, the edge and the advantage is going to be for the Pels on, on, on Wednesday night with with their two big guys. As long as Boogie can keep a, a, a cool head, I think him and Anthony should go to work. Absolutely, Chris. You're hitting the nail directly on the head. You know, the fact that Paul definitely is not the same player that he used to be. LaMarcus is a guy not really known for his defensive prowess and if you look through the uh past games with san antonio spurs and the pels have played ad and lamarcus they really get up for playing each other you know you also have to remember that the san antonio spurs have been without tony excuse me without tony parker as well leading the way with them when he got sent down to the g league just for a few games to kind of get himself back in there you've got manu who is up in age but yet these are guys that are still going to produce and their expectation level doesn't decrease. You know, Pop feels like if you're wearing a Spurs uniform, it doesn't matter if you're 28 or if you're 48, you're still expected to play at a high level, and that's just the leadership character that is Greg Popovich. So the Pels would have an advantage by doing more high-low with AD and Boogie. The perimeter players playing off of AD and Boogie, getting good, clean looks. But we all know if you can't defend – you won't win in the NBA, and Popovich prepares his teams better than anybody. He is Dino Hanson. Dino, the Dean Hanson, uh, New Orleans Pelicans insider and analyst. Uh, Dino, let everybody know where they can follow you and uh, keep up with your stuff, especially on uh, game nights. Absolutely. You can follow me, of course, on Twitter at DinoHoops11, where I'm tweeting all during the course of the game, as well as pregame. I give you my game plan and scouting report as to what Pels need to do and how they need to attack their upcoming uh, teams that they're playing against, as well as on Instagram, Dino Hoops 11, as well as Facebook, Dino Hanson. Chris, good talking to you finally, man. Great to be on the show, man. 
absolutely. And we may have to get uh, Coach Gentry some of your keys to the game because uh, I think more often than not, you're, you're right more often than not. So uh, we need to get, get him a glimpse of that. Dino, thanks for the time, man. We appreciate it. Hey, Chris, I greatly appreciate you guys. Thank you so much, man. All right, all right bud. We'll talk again soon. Dino Hanson there, uh, Pelicans insider, giving us some thoughts on the Pels where they are right now. Again, they'll be playing the Spurs at the arena or Smoothie King Center, rather, coming up on Wednesday night. We'll take a quick break. We'll be right back with more right here on Sports 1280 New Orleans.